Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whatever time it is, <laughs> excuse me, in your hemisphere where you're hearing the sound of my voice. I thank and praise God for another opportunity and another chance to join in with you through cyberspace and the airwaves. God is truly, truly amazingly great because he has allowed us breath in our bodies for another day. He has allowed us to um, just drink in the wonder of his glory, to understand and to recognize how just fortunate we all are to be alive in the land of the living at this point in time in life. God is such an incredible God, and we have to give him praise at every um, place that we can meet him at, continuing to recognize and to understand that without him, we are not. (laughs) We are not. So we thank and praise him again for his faithfulness to breathe the breath of air in our lungs and our bodies once more and again. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Delta Coilette James, and it is always, always an extreme pleasure to meet with you in this arena. We thank and praise God, and we don't take your time lightly. We don't take it lightly that we get to share with you on a weekly basis, and we give God all the praise, glory, and honor for the transformation that takes place within our lives as we share with you, and we pray that there is a transformation taking place in your lives as well. And always, as as um, is my extreme pleasure and honor to um, bring on the line my co-host and my my sister in the Lord and one of my dearest dearest friends, Ms. Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my love? I'm really thanking God, truly, sir, just for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Some yeah. days are better than the others, but I thank God that he still woke me up because I know he didn't have to. And I'm Absolutely. so grateful just to be here. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, um, today is one of those shows that you will take the lead on, but I'm thankful um, for the title that that you came up with because I think it's so appropriate 
um, in the the changing of the guard and the coming into the new year. And I know many of us are, are just totally excited with anticipation on what this new season will hold. And we've made plans and we started implementing plans and we're working toward um, the promises and the transitions that God is doing in our lives. But there are equally as many people that are walking through situations and circumstances right now that may not be excited about this new season because they're still caught up in um, in questions and some things that they have to deal with in the transition into the new season. So your your topic today is walking through uncertainty, and I think that again at the the beginning of this new year, um, it is a very appropriate subject to discuss and to help others navigate through times of uncertainty because absolutely positively we all walk through them. So with that being said, sis, you you have the floor. Wow, you guys, I just, I don't know what to say, but I want to say again, sis, thank you so much. I'm so honored just to be on this platform with you, just to be able to share my thoughts and my views on different topics. When you called, when you texted me this morning, I know you were, when you said, what do you want to talk about? I knew what you meant about the show, but I had to kind of like vent a little bit because before the beginning of the year, I had already made it in my mind that this was going, this was my year. And I still proclaim it. And I will profess it out of my mouth that I still know this is my year. But I have to let you guys know something. Once you start claiming that and you starting to believe in that, please believe me, the devil is coming. And that doesn't bother me anymore because the more he attacks, I'm so grateful to let you know that I am on the right path. I'm just saying it just don't feel good sometimes. I'm at my job. I said to my sister, I just feel like I'm ready to change jobs. I'm over it. Thank God for where he's brought me. But I'm over it now. I'm tired of dealing with certain things, a level of, um, how can I say, just different things and, and that goes on. And I realize that I'm, I've, I've, I've walked past that. I've grown past that now. And I've just really been standing before God. But when after I got off and texted you and just vented and said, sis, this is going on, I'm changing the job, this is feeling like this, I heard a sweet voice, the Holy Spirit, whisper, why don't you say the topic is walking in uncertainty? I don't know who I'm talking to and I don't know who I'm sharing with, but I know in my heart now I'm not the only one. You ever gone through some things sometimes and you're upset and you really feel like you're the only one? And... Guess what, people? You're not. And all the billions of people in the world, somebody, it doesn't matter, Chinese, Vietnamese, Mexican, black, white, whatever, somebody's going through something particularly as the same as you're going through. What do you do when you feel uncertain? Well, this is when I was on my way to work. This is just how the Holy Spirit gave me an illustration to give you guys. I know some people right now, you, can, you have things in your house a certain way. It doesn't matter if it's neat or junky. It really doesn't. But that you know if those lights went out in your house, you would know where to go look for it. You might be walking in the blind. You might be touching certain things. You might even stump your toe or something, just getting to that. But you know that if I get to that drawer in that kitchen, there's a flashlight where I can see. 
you know if you can get on the side of wherever. I've done it before so many times, and I know that you guys can do it as well. But that's how the Holy Spirit gave to me about walking in uncertainty. You know that it's there. You just walking and touching things in the darkness, and you don't know where it is. You just know eventually you're going to find it. Well, right then, that's what the Lord let me know. You know, you, you know that it's there. I'm telling you that it's there. I'm just not giving you all the, the logistics. I'm not telling you everything because you're not ready to be told everything. So, but you know that if you keep searching, you're going to touch me. And that's how I want you to be. I thank God for uncertain times. I thank God for blind times. I thank God for not sharing everything with me because God knows I will blow it to the jump. Right now what I'm going through, you guys, is I'm just I, I'm standing before God and I'm like, help me. Because one thing I don't want to do is I, I don't want the Holy Spirit to depart from me. One thing I don't want to do is I don't want to offend your people. I had a little situation with a coworker and it just really got out of hand. And by the time other people get a hold of it, it really gets out of hand. Well, the last couple of days, my soul was vexed completely. And I stood before the Lord this morning, and he led me into Proverbs. And basically what he said to me is, I want you to go and get someone because I want you to have a witness. And I want you to ask them to call a meeting, your supervisor, call a meeting between you two. And then what I need to do is I need you to go to that person and say, if I've ever offended you or said anything to upset you, let me be the first to say, forgive me. Well, let me say something to you people. I was like, Lord, oh, no, this ain't cool. You know what I'm trying to say? That person really got an attitude, and I'm not even trying to feel that thing. And the Lord said, what you don't know is this is not about you. Those are those uncertain things that you're walking through that up the road can stop you from heading towards a blessing. How can I go to my father and ask him for forgiveness if I can't forgive somebody that has offended me? How can I say that I love my father if I hate my enemy? Let me tell you something, people. That's another thing of uncertainty sometimes. You're uncertain sometimes if you think you're going to make it. With all the COVID, the combi virus and everything, there's so much uncertainty. People losing their jobs. People are um, going into different careers. So much going on. The world is going fast. The price of the groceries has gone up again. And I see so many people, just as myself, walking in uncertainty. Well, I'm here to tell you guys something the Lord said today. It's good to walk in uncertainty as long as you have Christ in your life. Because it's really not uncertain. It's uncertain to you, but it's not uncertain to him. And even though you don't know, he still knows. And that's why it's so important to stay before him and stay at that cross at his feet. Because I, tr- I promise you, he will lead, guide, and direct, direct you on where you need to go through this. I don't like it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Sometimes it makes me cry. It makes me cry because I can feel something. I know that it's that battle within me, especially when the enemy comes and says, what are you holding on to? What are you hoping for? What are you doing this? Well, you know that's the devil. So bind him, cast him out, and get rid of him. And with everything that you do, trust God. So I'm going to leave it like that, sis. Can I just ask you your views on have you ever had moments where you felt uncertain? And if you did, how did you deal with it? 
Of course. <laughs> um, I don't think that there's a person alive that haven't has not walked through multiple times of uncertainty, um, and especially at this season of my life. Um, but well, you, and it, it to be honest with you, and it depends. It depends on the level of an uncertainty. Let me put it that way, because um, certain things, it's like, okay, I'm uncertain if something is going to happen today. And in in that context, it's like, but there's always tomorrow. So um, there's a, a level of anxiousness, and, um, and I think that a lot of how we handle it is predicated on, um, on our walk and where we are in our maturity level with the Lord, where we are in our faith walk. Um, the, the way I would have handled certain things 35, 40 years ago is much different than how I would handle it today because of the track record um, that I have with the Lord and in walking with him and seeing his manifestation in my life. My maturity level has grown in him, and, and this is not to make light of anybody else's, because trust me, it has been a journey for me to get to where I am today, and yet still, there are moments of uncertainty. But my trust level in him has grown to a place of relying on him in the midst of uncertain times in the midst of, okay, I'm really not sure how this is going to turn out, but I don't have to um, be as anxious as I would be if I didn't know him. So there's a sense of, of ease and of peace because I know him. I may be uncertain about the situation, but I'm absolutely positively certain about him. I'm absolutely positively certain that I am safe in him. Things may not progress the way I think they should. And and just as you were called or, or given a directive to do something that really within your flesh you did not want to do, you did not want to deal with this individual, I go through that as well. But because of the place that I'm in with the Lord at this point in time, I know that if he gives me a directive, he already has it worked out. It is not always to what I would have done in the situation, but I've also come to that place in my walk with him of knowing, you know, his ways are not my ways, and they're so far more superior, and I've learned to stop trusting in me um, as much as I once did and trust more in him. So depending, like I said, on on the the magnitude of the uncertainty, things are different, and, and I handle it different. I had a thought this morning, talk about uncertainty, and I was looking at, um, I, I don't know, something came up in, in one of my memories or um, an old post that I had did on, I think it was Instagram or whatever, and it was a post that where when I was really um, heavy into selling the the um, TLC products, 
um, the CBD products and all of that a couple of years ago. And my post said um, I was speaking to baby boomers that were in the same place that I'm at um, in life where I don't have a, a pension laid aside. I don't have a retirement plan. And I absolutely positively know that I cannot survive <laughs> off of the little bit that the quote-unquote government Social Security would give me. Um, so, and reading that, it brought that that moment of feeling of uncertainty back up. So that's an uncertainty of an extended life. What is that extended life going to look like? Um, in the midst of that thought, and I know what I'm working toward to to solidify a lifestyle that will be comfortable for my husband and myself and to also um, solidify a legacy um, to leave behind with my children for them, first and foremost, the legacy of never giving up on your dreams and, and knowing that, you know, you do have the ability to make a difference and a change no matter what stage of life you're in, but also a legacy of not, them not worrying about having to be strapped with any type of um, financial burden at my departure from this earth realm. And so in thinking about that this morning, and, and it was I, I didn't even connect the dots with what you were talking about until you started talking a few minutes ago on, on what the topic was today. But in that place of uncertainty, it's like there, there, there was a twinge in a moment, and it's like, because I really, in all honestly, honesty, I don't want to work on a job past this year, past 2022. I am I'm believing God that this is my last year on someone else's time. Um, I am working toward building my own. I'm working toward uh, my own platform and um, establishing myself in a place of my passion as opposed to just in a place of paying bills. So I'm doing something about uh, what what my uncertainty is about, but even in that, in the past, I've I've worked toward other things and it didn't pan out. And so, you know, you do have that moment of okay, well, it didn't work before in other arenas and other chances, but I can't dwell on that. And and so I have to press past that. And I'm hearing right now in my spirit, even for you, because you've walked off the job before, you've done. Um, you've tried to pursue other aspects and other dreams that you had, and it didn't pan out the way um, you had hoped. And so that causes anxiety and anxiousness. And it's not when I say you, I'm talking to you personally, but I'm also talking to our audience because I believe that there are several of them that are listening that are walking through that as well, that, okay, I took a chance, yeah. I stepped out, yeah. um, and it didn't work. So what do I do yeah. now? I, mean, I, I want to take a chance again, but that that fear of it not working again is working in my uncertainty. And and the yeah. message to you and to the listeners is trust God. Hear from him. Yeah. Do not make a move until he tells you, but when he tells you, make sure you make the move exactly the way he tells you to make it because he's got you. Amen. He's got you. 
we take Amen. we we are too busy dwelling on what didn't work rather than dwelling on what was the lesson that we learned and what didn't work. It was like you know there there's God this was was it yesterday or day before I, I'm not sure but I was listening to somebody and they were talking. Oh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was Apostle Harding, and he was talking about a book that he was reading. And to be honest with you, I don't remember the exact title of the book, but it was something about examining um, the failures of the devil, okay, um, the all the times that the devil came and tried to trip you up and failed. Check out his failures instead of concentrating on his successes. And even in in what you're walking through and what the audience is walking through and where you're uncertain in certain moves, like you said, if you're walking and you're navigating through a, um, a, a dark home, a dark place, okay, where you can't see what's in front of you, but because you are in a familiar place, even though it may be a dark place, you have a sense of where things are. And that's the thing that we have to concentrate on. Thank you, Holy Spirit, is that though it may be uncertain and it looks dark, it's not unfamiliar because you've been this way before. So because you've been in a dark place before, because you've been in an uncertain place before, dwell on how God brought you through it. Dwell on how he still navigated you through the darkness to get to the light, to get to that drawer where that flashlight was, to get to that place of his presence where he can heal you, he can guide you, he can direct you. So it may seem uncertain, but it's not unfamiliar. It's really not. You've been here before. And remember the victory on the other side of where you were. Did it work exactly the way you wanted it to work? No. But did you come out of it? Yes. Are you the stronger and the better for it? Yes. Will you succeed this time? Yes. Did you see before? Yes, because you came out of it. You may not have seen the success you wanted to see in that particular endeavor, but your success is not gauged by did that work. Your success is gauged by, God, were you faithful in the midst of it? God, did did I lose you in the midst of it? Because when all is said and done, that's your success. Did he he see you through it? Was he there with you in the midst of it? That's where you gave the success. So again, it may be uncertain, but it's not unfamiliar. You've been here before, and you should have learned the last time and the last time and the last time and the time before that. He's always been faithful. He's always been faithful. Always, always, always been faithful. And he will be faithful. Man, I thank you for that, sis, because I'm going to tell you something. You guys, you know, again, it doesn't always feel good, but I'm, just what you're saying, I thank you for that confirmation that the Holy Spirit told me. Even though you're walking in the dark, you know that I'm still there. Mm. Even though you feel like can't see me, I'm still there. 
Even when you can't hear me, I'm still there. Yeah. Even when I'm not moving, when you think that I can move, I'm still there. You know, because sometimes, you know, sis, you just want to go, put out the way, please. I don't even want to deal with that. I just don't want to keep dealing with that. The Lord said you keep dealing with it because you haven't overcome it. Because mm. mm. it gets to the point, I got to share something with you. So I have to go take care of something. I was driving home last night, and uh, my light for my radio went out completely, so I couldn't tell her who was calling, you know, whatever the case may be. And normally, I would have but freaked out. Oh, my God. Okay, this is that, is this is that. But my spirit just got calmed down, and my spirit said, it's just a few. So I went to go look for my book and to my car, missing. Couldn't even find it. Then the more I searched for it, the enemy was trying to get me frustrated. You know what I said? I'm not worried about it. I'll YouTube it. YouTube it. Told me what it was. I went to the park store. I changed it myself. I felt so empowered, and the light was back on. Hmm. Right then, that's what the Holy Spirit said. Just when you thought it was one thing, it wound up being something else. And then I allowed you to send it. See, that was the blessing about it all. God would allow us to walk through what we're going through so he can mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful. So I had a lady in the park store, her and I were talking. She said, how you doing today? I said, oh, much better than I was yesterday. I told you guys yesterday, I was feeling so partly cloudy. It was so gloomy outside, and I was feeling partly cloudy, and just a couple of things was really getting to me. And I said to her, I'm better today, and I thank God for it. She said, let me ask you a question. Was it something really worth being upset, or was it something that you had a pity for for five minutes, but you stretched it to all day? <clears throat> I went, What? And she, I said, say that again? She said, is it something that was really worth being upset about? Or is it something you was having a pity party about that didn't go your way and you stressed it all day? It was only worth five minutes of your time, but you made it an all-day thing. I said, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I made it an all-day thing. Well, I'm going to have to share that. I told her with some people today, I'm going to have to give them that. See, sometimes you guys, even with through the uncertainty, we may not like some things, and some things may not look right. But what I thank God for, like you saying, is that Holy Spirit. Is it something that is just worth just, because it's not going to make God move any faster. It's not. You can have a tantrum stand on top of your head and try to make you and everybody around you miserable. Or is it something that just takes that five minutes of prayer, that five minutes of going before God and saying, Take this bitter cup from me and let me go. Hmm. So here I am to tell you, I'm no different than you guys. I, I feel it too. You know, the first thing the enemy um, said to me is, you old. What you going to do now? You lost vision. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Let this man walk away. And this time I had to go before God and said, I will not allow the enemy to cost me. Mm. from that job until you tell me. But I'm asking for a plan. And I'm asking that you take the uncertainty away and give me certainty. That I know, that I know, that I know. Because I used to say to my grandmother all the time, how do you know when God's talking to you? She said, baby, it's just something you got to know, that you know, that you know, 
that you know that you know. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I'm telling you guys, I know it's going to be all right. I didn't tell you it's good sometimes. Just like what you're saying, sir. It, it, it could be something so little, and you're absolutely right. I have walked away. I have walked off the job a couple of good times. <laughs> Trust me. And then I look back and go, what did I do that for? You know what I'm saying? But that wasn't waiting on God. And first, let me say something to you. Be very careful. Because I promise you, you can be so close, and that enemy can mimic and disguise his voice so well that you will begin to believe that it is the Lord. Okay, it's time to go. But you Mm -hmm. step aside. And you take one more moment and say, Lord, is it this that I need to show you? Please show me this. Something that I know is the enemy. One thing he cannot do is duplicate you. And mm-hmm. he will show you, and he will lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I'm just praying that you guys say, well, no, you're never too old, like my sister said. You're never too done. So what? You burnt the chicken 20 times, and you still want to be a chef. Well, things happen. So what? Yeah. You know, you bombed out on the speaking engagement. Study a little bit harder. And before you go, say a prayer. And it gets better. So mm-hmm. what? So what? You've done something wrong. God forgive. Ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord and forgive you for all your transgressions. And ask him to show you the way. And he will. Because yeah. my you told me you would not withhold no good things from me. Nothing. Don't withhold it. That's why I am right there with that thing. Sis? I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, just had on it. I just wish somebody would call in and, and give us your view of how you, what you do when you're going through and if not, then let us talk to you and continuously lift you up where you feel weak. Because I promise you guys, I came in this year before the year, and I was like, this, this is it. This is it. And I'm still saying this is it. This is still my year. I don't know how, Lord, but I know you're going to do it. You don't, don't lose your focus. That's important. Yeah. Don't lose your focus. Don't lose your focus. Don't lose your, your declaration and your decree. No matter what happens, no matter what you see, no matter what it feels like, <clears throat> excuse me, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So we're not going to take down. We're not going Amen. to take down. I, I was adamant about ending 2021 strong and starting 2022 in power. 2021 left out of here with me with COVID. 2022 entered in with me with COVID. But guess what? I ended strong and I started with power because I refused to take down. Okay? I don't care what my physical body was feeling. I know what has been released in the atmosphere on my behalf. And I'm not taking down from that. I refuse. January 1st, you know, I mean, I gave you guys my testimony. January 1st, as sick as I was when I woke up that morning, by 7 p.m. that evening, I was doing my Facebook Live event with my three speakers. 
because I was just bound and determined I was not going to take down. When I opened my eyes that morning, it was like, you know what, Father, I'm not canceling this. And I couldn't even talk, (laughs) okay? I'm not canceling this. I'm standing on your word. You orchestrated this. You brought the speakers together. You picked and chose who you wanted to sow and to speak into the people's lives, and we are going to do this. I will believe that by 5 p.m. this evening, I will be able to get up out of this bed and get myself together because it was live. I believe by 7 p.m. when it goes live, I will have a voice. And we will deliver what you have given us to deliver. And by God's grace, that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. So don't change your decree. Don't lose your focus because of what you may be walking in in the natural. What God has said is for you is for you. What God has put together is, period, period. So you can't be moved by by natural causes of things or natural courses of things. Can't be moved by it. Things are always going to be happening around you as long as you're in this earth realm. It's part of the thing called life. But in the midst of that, we never lose sight of what Christ said he came to do. He said he came to give us life and that more abundantly. He didn't come to take life from us. He didn't come to um, make everything smooth sailing. He came to give us life and that more abundantly. There is abundance in the life that we now live in Christ. And guess what, guys? I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. There's abundance of blessings. There's abundance of favor. There's abundance of mercy. But you better believe there's abundance of travail and obstacles and issues as well. Okay. We, we want to talk about the good, and the good is great, but, you know, don't sit up there and be shocked because something came and hit you upside the head. Shake it off. Say, God, I give it to you, and keep going. Amen. 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 I love what you just said. I, I love everything you just said. It's just so inspirational. You guys, that's what we're here for. We're supposed to encourage each other. You know, I, I do sometimes. I get kind of stubborn, you guys, because I'm like, I always encourage people. Nobody going to encourage me. It's not always about me. What the Lord told me is when I, when it's needed, I always send forth who I choose to encourage you. So I just want you guys to stay encouraged because I'm going to. And I know it don't feel good right now. I promise you I'm going through an internal battle. And you probably want what you were just talking about, see, let me tell you what, what, what when I go through an eternal battle. It's always good and bad are always at battle with each other inside me. They're always at war. When the enemy comes to try to tell me something, I'm fighting him, telling him what he's lying about. And sometimes you got to do that. It's not as easy sometimes to go, oh, okay, I'm going to let it go. You really think sometimes it's that easy? No, it's not. Because please believe me. Please, I'm not going to let nobody get me off my trip. I'm not going to let anybody take me off. Man, that's here come the devil. And I mean, it could be the littlest things, you guys. It's not something that you're normally looking for. It could be the littlest things. So stay encouraged. And as my sister said, stay focused. Don't stop believing. Don't stop speaking. 
continue to speak to that situation. Continue to tell that mountain, do you believe thou cast into the sea? Continue to do that. And I truly believe if you will. You know, it's just amazing. I hear, I pass by on, on Instagram and different things, and it always says it's an affirmation. You say this affirmation this many times, and money comes to you. If you do this or those pain letters, if you do that, how many of you fill out those pain letters? How many of you said those affirmations? And because you want to believe that. Well, how many of you are giving you a challenge? You go to that word and you begin to speak that word over your situation mm-hmm. in your life. I believe you will change. How many of you, instead of writing those chain letters, are writing some scriptures down and so you can keep them with you? You know, sometimes I laugh because, you guys, I take my books with me that I can write in and my Bible every day to work with me. And sometimes I don't even get a chance. On lunch break, it goes so fast. I'm doing something. I'm distracted, something, and I never read it. And then I come home, and I'm taking them out the car, and I sit there, and I go, why do I keep on doing this? And my spirit says, because you want to be prepared at all times. You don't never know when. So you keep on bringing that word. Keep bringing those books. Keep fighting. Sometimes, you guys, it's a fight to break bad habits. Sometimes you'd be surprised when you walk in bad habits. I, I'm a person that I've walked in some bad habits for a while. And my biggest battle in fight is I am determined to change. I am determined not to do those things again. I'm determined, period. It doesn't matter what it is, but I'm determined, Lord, to want you to be first in my life again. Because mm-hmm. there's been some flips in this. But again, I keep hearing the Holy Spirit tell me, maybe he's, I know I'm not the only one, seek ye the kingdom of God first in all his righteousness. Yeah. And all other things will be added unto you. See, that's where that anxiousness comes from sometimes. Because we're seeking the things of this world, but we're not seeking God. Hmm. When you ask God what's best for you, be prepared. Be prepared. Because it's not always going to be what you think. But one thing I know is he always makes it good. No yeah. matter what he does. Doesn't he say it's Yes, he does. Yes, yes, he, he does. does. May not be that five or six bedroom house. But maybe he's saving you up from something or down the line that you don't know what might be with that five or six bedroom house. Then you move, he move you into a smaller place. Then later on, you'll start laughing because you go, I see it now, Lord. I see it. Now I, I, I see why you put me here and not there. So I'm so grateful that he knows what's in store for us. I'm so grateful that he knows what's ahead of us. Most of all, I'm so grateful that he loves me, that he don't want to leave my soul in hell. He don't want mm-hmm. to leave me bitter or angry or contented towards somebody's stupidity. But I thank him for making me for him being big enough first, let me change that. I thank you, Father, for you being big enough in me to allow me to say I apologize or if I've done something to offend you. don't always have to be your fault. But a lot of times, how can we share Christ with anybody? Because that's what the devil wanted to do. And I refuse to let that soul go. So Amen. I'm going to keep praying for them and keep loving on them from a distance. Sometimes you have to do that to die from a distance. 
and then I'm going to ask for apologies. Because one thing I know, whether they accept it or not, it's not on me anymore. It's in Christ's hands. I'm going to give you yeah. more thanks. Amen. 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 Good word. It's a good word, you know. Um, and again, we all walk through, man. We have our ups, our downs, our ins and our outs. Um, sometimes we're more victorious than others, you know. But it's just, it amazes me how faithful God is, even in the fact that you had somebody to, or that, that God actually staged and put somebody in your path to you, you know, in a parts store to make, to, to allow you to recognize um, how great he is. To say, was this something that you should have got over in five minutes and you took the whole day? You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's the love of yeah. God. Yes, that is, is absolutely the love of God. Yes, it is. That's when you had to back up. When I was walking, she said it when I was walking out the door and I had to back up and say, could you say that one more time? Hmm. And I promise, I, I, before I knew it, I told her, man, I mean, tears welled up in my eyes. Because I thank God for loving me so much to say, time is so precious, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's not time to keep milking, milking and, 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 and licking your tears. It's okay to cry sometimes. Mm-hmm. I have a coworker sometimes. It just, it just gets to me sometimes because they believe they're, they're babies in Christ. But they believe that you're supposed to be stronger in Christ. You're not supposed to now. You're not supposed to be down. You're not supposed to feel a certain way. But that's a lie, you guys. Please stop that. We are not perfect by no means. We're just forgiven. You know, I tell people all the time, the difference between a Christian and a sinner is we have been forgiven. We fall down and God allows us to get back up. Mm-hmm. And I thank him for that. And I had to say to him, it's okay sometimes for, for a person to be frustrated. It's okay. But please, don't be one of those Bible people throwing a Bible at people. Instead, why don't you do something to try to encourage them? Why don't you just pray for them? And I'm going to tell you something. That person came back to me and turned it around the next day on me and said, just pray for them. That's what we got to do. We got to pray for our jobs. Yeah. We do. We have to pray for our coworkers. And I do. I do all the time. But that does not mean that opposition ain't going to come that does not mean that some things ain't going to go your way. That does not mean that. But that does not at the same time mean that that prayer did not work because of that. You keep praying and you keep trusting. Mm-hmm. And I believe in my heart, everything will fall, fall in divine order. And I thank you, Lord, today for this word. I thank you for this conversation. I thank you for just for our souls. And loving us so much that you send pivots or pebbles along the way for us to be able to hear your voice and speak your face and know that you're still there. So, you know, it's just amazing, sis. And that's all I'm, I'm, I, I really have to say to y'all. Please be encouraged. Please keep your head lifted up to the sky. Look up to the hills that come up your help because your help does come from the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is okay just don't leave it alone. It's okay to be angry, but sin not. It's okay to feel disappointed for a moment. It's okay. 
But know that in the word when you go to God, there's no way you can go before the presence of God and remain the same. That's all I'm going to say to you. There's no way. If you're angry, you can go before God and you're going to come out of that prayer the same way. There's no way if you're uncertain. I'm not going to tell you if after you come out of prayer, you can feel so victorious and relieved and right turn around. Somebody can call you or the enemy can say something to you. You go, oh, God, no, please. You know what you say? Thank you, Lord. So today, even in my uncertainty, you know what the Lord say? Why don't you praise me? Mm-hmm. While it's raining, praise mm-hmm. me. When the storm mm-hmm. is rolling, and you don't know when it's going to stop, praise me. And when I did, it made such a big difference. Mm-hmm. It just saturated my whole soul. Set. It saturated my heart and gave me a new need of gratefulness. And it's needed every day. You can't go into yeah. tomorrow with today's prayer. You want to pray a different prayer tomorrow. You got to pray again tomorrow. I wish we could pray on Monday and it lasts the whole week. And it because it doesn't. So be encouraged. Increase your prayer life. And no matter what you do, find time for the Father. And I promise you, it leads you right. He will never leave nor forsake you. That's a promise that he made to us. Ain't that something? That's a promise that he will never leave nor forsake us. In Jesus' name. I hope you guys got something out of what we were talking about today. I keep saying that, but I hope you did. And I love you guys, and I want you to continue to be encouraged. Just give us some of that awesome wisdom from you. I, I want to read um, the awesome wisdom from God, okay? The book of Proverbs, where uh, which is the, the book of wisdom and guidance. Um, and it is just, it's so crystal clear. He gives us the directive for our uncertain time. He, I mean, just so crystal clear. Coming from Proverbs, the third chapter, starting at the fifth verse, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Okay? Crystal clear. So in your times of uncertainty, what do you do? You trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. It is your own understanding that is causing you to feel the times of uncertainty because you're in a situation right now and you're going, I just don't know which way to go. I I don't have the knowledge and the wisdom that I need to get it. But then there's another verse in the word that tells you that wisdom, and it's also in Proverbs, that wisdom is the principal thing, but in all thy getting, get understanding. Well, where does that understanding come from? That understanding comes from the word of God. That understanding comes from the presence of God. I don't care what it is that you're walking in uncertainty. It could be in a relationship. It could be um, a health matter. It could be you're starting a new business. It could be that you're seasoned in your business, but things just don't seem to be going the way you thought they should go. Um, It could be on your job. No matter what, no matter what the situation is that has caused you to walk in a place of uncertainty, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. What does that mean? That means you're going to get into your prayer closet. That means you're going to get into the presence of God. That means that it may cause for some prayer and fasting. That means that you're going to shut yourself off from the cares and the noise of the world so that you can get an understanding, so that God can lead God and direct you. He said he knows the plans he has for you, and they're good. They're not of evil. They're good to get you to an expected end. Whose expectation is it? It's God's expectation for you. And you want to get yourself aligned with that. You want to make sure that you're holding firm and fast to the hand of God. Again, it may be a dark place. It may be a place of uncertainty, but it's not unfamiliar. And it's not unfamiliar because you've been here before. You've been in a place where you didn't know what to do. You didn't know which way to go. You've been here before. And if this is your first time, well, thanks be unto God that you've lived a life that you didn't have to walk this way before. But now that you're there, again, lean not into your own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. How do you acknowledge him? You seek him. There's good counsel at the feet of God. There's excellent counsel in the presence of God. Stop trying to figure this out on your own. Stop trying to plot your own course and let him plot it for you. Get your vision board. I, I believe in two vision boards. I believe in the, the traditional vision board where, you know, you, you've got a vision for how you want your life to go and you um, place photos of it. I've got one of those myself. It's in my storage. Um, and, and I'm seeing it come to pass. I am. I, I we I did this vision board a couple of years ago, and I can actually mark on it if it was in front of me things that I've seen come to pass that I placed on it. But even a more important vision board is to put the vision board of Scripture. What is God saying about your life? What Scriptures is he giving you to stand on in the midst of your uncertainty? Which Scripture is he giving you for wisdom and guidance? Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 should be definitely one of those scriptures on your vision board that you're not going to lean into your own understanding, but in all your ways, you're going to not acknowledge him. You're going to allow him to direct your path. You're going to let your wisdom and your understanding come from his throne room. You're going to allow yourself to be subjected to his will for your life. You're going to move when he says move, and you're going to sit still when he says sit still. You're going to speak when he tells you to. He said if you open your mouth, he don't worry about what you're going to say because he said in that very same moment he will fill it. One of the things that you mentioned, Tanya, was um, about how you go forth. Okay, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. All right. 
the way you do it is you allow him to speak through it, through you. So basically, you are going through a time of uncertainty. You had to walk that way to be able to come on here tonight and to encourage the listeners and to tell them how to walk through it because you first had to walk it in order to in, in, um, enhance somebody else or encourage somebody else in what they're doing. We forget that. We forget that as leaders, leaders of our company, leaders um, in, in, in the, the body of Christ, leaders in your home, you, you have to walk through certain scenarios in order to have um, the directive and the forewith and the wisdom to help somebody else through the scenario. If you've never walked it out, if you've never been there, how are you going to help somebody else? So leaders are on the forefront. We're the ones that get the arrow. We're the ones that get shot first. We're the ones on the front line. We're the ones that have got to walk through. We're the ones that have got to suffer it out. Christ, our elder brother, he had to walk it out before us to be our example for us. You know, I heard Cindy Trim say this recently. It's not what God is doing to you. It's what he's doing for you. Life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. Recognize and understand. It's not just what's coming at you. It's what you're getting through. So you've got to change your perspective. We're always talking about the things that happen to us and the things we encounter. We we dwell far too much on the negative rather than the positive in the midst of every situation and circumstance. I don't care how dark it is, and I mean that from the depths of my heart, and I know there's some dark, 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 dark places. But no matter how dark it is, God will always be that eternal light for you. Always. Whether you can see it or feel it at that moment, he's there. You have to know that you know that you know and embrace that moment. I remember many years ago being in a situation, and it was the first time since I had given my life to the Lord that I, I woke up in a situation where I couldn't feel him. And it scared the living crap out of me. Okay. I couldn't feel him. I had walked in a place of disobedience. I had walked in a place of open rebellion in the midst of of being saved, okay? And I couldn't feel him. And I, I made sure, I made a solemn vow to myself I would never be in that place again where I just so openly rebelled against God that he he removed that place of of communion from me. But I remember as I was walking through that time, I, I stood on his word, no, 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 no. I may not feel you, but you are there. You're sending people to talk to me. You're letting me know that you're there, even though, as the word said, it's, um, I believe it's Isaiah 58, I think it is. But anyway, where he said, I hid my face from you for a moment, for a moment. But I've drawn you back unto me. I had to recognize that I had to go through that moment so that I would not go through that moment again. Mm. So that I would not openly rebel against him ever again to be in that moment. And that's been 30 years, y'all. 
And I made sure. I'm not saying I get it all right. I'm not saying I'm obedient obedient every time. But I can absolutely tell you (laughs) in these last 30 years since that time, I have just not openly rebelled and said, I'm going to do it my way, but what God said. Okay. Okay. I I may have been a little slow to move when he tell me to move, but I'm going to move. Okay. And and okay. as the years and the maturity level has progressed on, I'm not as slow as I used to be. I promise you, because I know, because he's he's proven himself to be true. So again, again, lean not into your own understanding. I, it may seem like you're in a place of uncertainty right now, but it is a familiar place of where you can press in and the presence of God and the guidance of God and the direction of God will manifest in your life and lead you safely to where you need to be. It's his promise to us. And he cannot lie. He cannot lie. So since we're down to three minutes, I'm giving it back to you for prayer and whatever you want to um, tell the people. You know what? I want to first thank you for that wisdom. That was very powerful. And you went straight to the word. There's no other way you couldn't add or take away from what you just said. But Father, I'm asking in the name of Jesus right now that as I pray for the people and they hear my voice, wherever they are, what time it is, wherever it is, that you touch them in a different way. I love, what I love the most about you, Father, is because you are Abba Father. He can come to you about anything. And you don't just consume Daniel or just take Corlette, Elder Corlette's words. You can take them all. You know the very hair on our head and every tear that we cry. You said even though every grain of sand in, in the, in, on the beaches in the ocean, that's powerful. That same power, Father God, that same glory, let it criminate, let it saturate us, saturate our hearts and our minds and our souls. Let us become better. Let us become more and more like you. Let us put down our selfish ways, our Ways of 2021, 2020, 19, 18. Let's let it go. Let us walk into this year knowing that it's all about you and we trust you. And no matter how high the groceries get, you're going to feed us. No matter how high the gas gets, you're going to still provide a way of transportation. No matter how many things are going on in the world, you're still protecting us, giving us a roof and a chip over our head and clothes on our backs. We thank you because even with the COVID, I thank you for allowing my sister to make it through, my mother right now, Father God, and all the others. Because some people are not making it. Hmm. I thank you, Father God, for your staying power, your keeping power. I thank you for your love. I thank you, Father God, that's unconditional past mine. Open up our hearts, Father God. Open up the windows of our hearts and let us see you. The way that you have for us, not the way we think that you are. Because you're not a man that you should lie or you're a man that you have to confess. Teach us to stop treating you like that man and treating you like the God that you are, the Father. So we can cry out for anything 
in your name and believe it and it shall be done. Thank you again for every time praying for that household to God, their children, praying for what's going on again in the United States and what's around us. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Lord, and we give you praise. And may Lord watch between me and thee and while we're absent one from another. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. Well, sis, I love you. <coughs> God got it, and it's all good. Yes, it is. Amen. Blessings um, so, to our audience. We love you guys. Um, we pray that you are being safe. We seek health and healing to you. Um, and we just pray that you will continue to carpe diem, seize the day, seize this season, recognize the wondrous works of the Lord at work within your life, and allow him to lead God and direct your path, because he is the only one that can give you the right coordinates to where he's predestined you to get to. We love you. We will, Lord willing, be back with you next week. Same God time, same God channel. Be blessed. We love you guys. Love you, Seth. Love you, Seth. Let's keep it real.